the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody for that matter teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children simply based on the color of their skin. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant and they're targeting even younger children. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries Thursdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays, beginning at the four o'clock hour, right before the Bob Bernie show. This is a new time slot, so make a note of that change. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website, admissionamerica.com. You have probably by now heard something about our newest federal power grab by the Biden Department of Education. And if enacted, it will bring sweeping changes into our schools, along with a huge threat to parental rights. Here to talk with me about this today, about the Title IX controversy, is Bernadette Broyles. Bernadette is president and general counsel at the Child Parental Rights Campaign, and you can find their information at childparentalrights.org. Welcome, Bernadette. Bernadette to Mission America Radio. Well, thank you for having me on, Linda. I appreciate you covering this important issue that is uh, coming very quickly upon our schools. Yes. So before we dive into the uh, Title IX um, controversy and what's going on there, tell us a little bit about your organization. Sure. So we are a nonprofit public interest law firm. We are nonpartisan. We work with all parents of, of all different backgrounds, but our, our fundamental goal is to stand with and represent parents who are asserting their parental rights against the government, typically against public schools, occasionally against child protective services, um, because they want to defend their child's biological reality. 
and they they are resisting uh, their child going down the path of you know gender identity uh, pathway and into the various treatments and so forth. So we we're, we're defending the well-being of children, and we're defending the right of parents to be able to both guard and to guide their children's upbringing um, until you know throughout school and against child protective services. And that's a very uh, specialized area, but you are very, very busy, as I understand. We're extremely busy. We are overrun. We are hearing from parents all over the country. We have three federal lawsuits already filed. We're considering two more at the moment. Um, We have a pending case in Georgia. Actually, we have filed four. Two in Florida. Uh, one in Massachusetts, we have defended a lawsuit in, in Arizona against Child Protective Services. We're considering two, but we have, we hear from parents every week, almost, uh, wow. in which schools are in some way circumventing their their parental authority, usurping their parental authority, and you know interfacing with their child privately, socially, transitioning their child, not providing them notice. Um, this is something that's not in a singular part of the country. It's happening in Ohio. It's happening in states, various states throughout the country. Wow. So, okay, let's talk about the Title IX uh, uh, controversy and what's happening with that. Give us a little background first on Title IX and then, then what's going on through the Biden administration. Sure, Linda. So, as you know, Title IX was the landmark legislation back in 1972 part of the Civil Rights Act uh, that applied to education that ensured help was passed to ensure that girls in particular and women would have equal opportunity in education and in sports. And now we don't think of that as a big deal. But back 50 years ago, that actually was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so for 50 years, this, this represented progress in protecting uh, really all students, but especially girls and, and women against uh, discrimination based upon sex, biological sex. Well, what's so perverse about what's happening now is that literally on the 50th anniversary of the passage of Title IX, the Biden administration is uh, circumventing Congress and attempting to change Title IX through the agency, through agency rulemaking process, through the Department of Education. The, the, the administration is trying to change the regulations that interpret and implement Title IX in all of our schools. Now, to understand the scope of this thing, this applies to every K-12 college, university, grad school, all the way up through grad school. That's It's approximately 77 million children and young adults. Title IX is one of the most impactful pieces of federal legislation, uh, you know, on the books. And what they're attempting to do is to expand the scope of Title IX beyond biological sex, such that it now would cover sexual orientation and gender identity. Now, this would be, this will have many, many devastating impacts. But to kind of unpack how this would affect, you know, almost every parent around the country and their children, is is that gender identity and sex are mutually exclusive because gender identity overrides biological sex. And so this will have the effect of undermining biological sex as as a protected category, 
completely subordinated to now this this now contrived concept of gender identity. Right. Now, why does that matter? Well, because what this what the new regulations state in black and white is that it presumes that failing to allow a child to participate or to treat a child in any educational program in a manner that's consistent with their asserted gender identity, it's assumed, it's assumed to cause that child harm. And so what that means is that in order to avoid violations of Title IX, in order to avoid, quote-unquote, harming a child, all school officials, teachers, will be required to affirm and endorse a child's asserted gender identity. In other words, to follow the tenets of gender identity ideology as policy, as mandated federal policy in all of our schools. Wow. So, and, he, and what's, what's particularly uh, disturbing about this is we're talking about then school officials socially transitioning children, facilitating social transition of children to something other than their biological sex. We're talking about a federal mandate that would, that would teach children, cause them to believe that they can be born in the wrong body. That's not even scientifically sound. There's not even scientific data for that. So this metaphysical concept that is, that is untrue this would become basic a, a basic presumption in all of our schools that children can be taught and would and, and have to abide by. Right. So once you're once you're now giving to the school officials then the mandate to socially transition children who are confused about their sex, you wonder well where are the parents? But nowhere in these regulations, and I read all of them, and I read all the explanations, and it was 700 pages, there is no provision for parental notification, mm-hmm. parental consent, or parental involvement. And, right. and given what we're already seeing, seeing, Linda, where we already have cases, and we're already hearing of the many stories around the country of school officials presuming they, they have the right to do this, even without the changes in these regulations, it is highly credible. It's fully expected that we're going to now see what might be somewhat isolated cases becoming the norm across our public schools, that mm-hmm. school officials are transitioning children, endorsing a false ide- uh, ideology and, and, and identity, now not just behind parents' backs, but, pro- but likely even over their objections. Right. So this will be devastating to parental yes. rights as well as it children's should. health. It sure will. Um, in case you're just joining us, we're talking with Bernadette Broyles, who is uh, president and uh, chief counsel at uh, the Child Parental Rights Campaign and uh, deals with this these kinds of situations all the time. So it occurred to me, and uh, I wrote this in the article that's on our website, um, that the Title IX coordinator in every school then would really have more power than anyone else in the building, uh, presumably, yeah, even over the superintendent, correct? The, the because they can designate. Two, Go ahead. Yes, 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 by all means. the Under these new regulations, now there already are Title IX coordinators in our school, and, and what they currently are supposed to be doing is uh, provide a place for students to go if they have been sexually harassed or insulted or anything along those lines. That's obviously very appropriate. 
But under the new regulations, they would be given substantially increased new power, sweeping new authority. And they will essentially become almost like on-site federal regulators or federal you know, law enforcers. Um, the new regulations require everyone in the building to report to the Title IX coordinator if there's been any, any violation of the regulations, i.e., and, and what's that going to mean? Did a teacher actually call a child by, by their biological accurate pronoun against, you know, despite the child being confused? That Because that will likely be now a violation of Title IX. Will, you know, teachers who want to speak truthfully to their children, are they they're now going to be reported to the Title IX coordinator? Very likely. If mm-hmm. a student, and, and the other thing is that the regulations give the Title IX coordinator um, vast power to take whatever steps are necessary to address or to correct any violations of Title IX, including offering services and counseling to a child. Again, mm-hmm. I saw nowhere where parental involvement, notification, consent was 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 uh, provided for. So, wow. my concern would be that now the Title IX coordinator can give this child "quote unquote" counseling to continue to endorse this discordant identity. And where are the parents in all of this? Right, right. Okay. Now, the, there... the other thing the Title IX coordinator can do. Excuse, sorry, Linda. One last mm-hmm. thing is that he or she can bring a complaint against whomever in the school, even if the child doesn't want to. Wow. This is is extraordinary. Wow, wow. Well, we had one case already in Wisconsin, and many schools are presuming this is just going ahead. They're just going ahead with this new definition of Title IX, where Mm -hmm. three middle school boys were accused of sexual harassment because they stated the wrong pronouns for another fellow student, but it was dropped after threats of a lawsuit, the the harassment claim. But this would have been on these boys' records forever. I mean, are yeah. you familiar with that situation? Well, I, you know, but I, I'm not certain if I know of that particular situation, but we hear of things like this. So I, I bet that sounds credible to me. That actually would be called now under the new regulations, sex-based harassment to replace the, fry, the prior uh, category, which is sexual harassment. Well, now sexual harassment is going to become sex-based harassment to cover situations like what you talked about. Right. Now, the other thing I'm uh, wondering about, and we can talk about this more maybe in our next segment, um, this is very insidious that they are going after, it's basically declaring a child's civil rights apart from their parents. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the mm-hmm. angle they're taking, non-discrimination and civil rights. Am I Am I reading that right? No, that, 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 is exactly, that is exactly the angle they're taking. They're driving a wedge between parents and their children and asserting on the child's behalf as if these children belong to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> which they don't. Right. Right. But they're asserting on the child's behalf that there's, there, there are these civil rights of privacy and of non-discrimination, even as against their own parents. And I'm telling you, this is, ex- this is extraordinarily dangerous. It's contrary to the, to the doctrine that the Supreme Court uttered almost 100 years ago, that children are not the mere creatures of the state. But unless we, unless we st- stop this, the, the, the Biden administration and all the schools that are aligned with their ideology are 
actually yeah. are presuming more and more as if indeed the ch- children children are, are theirs. Yes, kids. right. Well, we uh, will talk, talk. Yeah, we will have to break talk about here. The impact on the child them, themselves. Uh, yes, yeah, right. Well, we're we're going to take a break. Uh, we're talking with Bernadette Broyles. We're going to talk about some of the cases that she and her firm uh, are involved in that directly impact this, and also how you can take action to try to stop this power grab in schools and against parents by the Biden administration. Stay with us on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. We'll be right back after these messages. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. A mother and father in Florida are suing their school district after their 12-year-old daughter attempted suicide at her school. According to the parents, it was only then that they were notified that she had been receiving counseling from the school about her gender identity and that it was kept from the family because of their Catholic faith. Immediately called the school and was told I cannot be given any information about the meeting because my daughter was now protected by a non-discrimination law essentially protected for me. They presume me to be a danger to my child. And that is from a video, a very short but very powerful video, and it's on the childparentalrights.org website of the uh, site of the firm that our guest is a representative of. Bernadette Broyles is with us. She is uh, the president of Child Parental Rights. Tell us about those cases a little bit, uh, the cases that you're involved in, Bernadette. Yeah, I'll just give you a quick thumbnail. The first case was uh, the Perez family and the cases pending there in Florida, in federal court in Florida, where the little girl, 12-year-old girl, had been the school official, school counselor, had been meeting her for some time, uh, meeting with her, providing counseling and endorsing a uh, an asserted male identity for some stretch of time. This caused her so much distress that she attempted suicide twice at school, and at the second attempt, was, uh, the, the parents finally got a telephone call. They, they, the school, that's when they decided they wanted to involve the parents. Um, and when they wow. arrived, they were uh, taking the child away in an ambulance to a medical facility. Uh, and this wow. is the first the parents hear about their child asserting this identity at school and them endorsing wow. it. Wow. The, the other case is uh, it's horrific. The other case is the Little John uh, family. It's, it's gotten quite a bit of, of coverage. They, again, I believe she was 12 years old, young lady, had gender confusion for a stretch, an activist teacher took it on herself to... Um, to promote this, and they met with this child. This several adults, school officials, met with this child secretly, did not invite the parents, created a written eight-page gender support plan for how, you know, what bathrooms this child is going to use, with whom she's going to sleep at night while on uh, field trips. Uh, and by the way, that included the possibility of her sleeping with boys. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, you know, what, what pronouns, name, if it, but here's the, the, the worst of it all. What name and pronouns do you want us to use when your parents are around? And then what name and pronouns when they're not around? In other words, they were conspiring with the child to how to deceive these parents. Wow. This gender support plan, we have seen similar iterations of it in various different states across the country. Not every state, but we have seen something similar. So this is not a one-off. 
No, right. We, we have it in Ohio. I can name three or four school districts where we have the copies already. Um, Bernadette, because we're short on time, I want us to go right to what are people uh, going to be able to do, and they have to do it by September 12th. So give us some ideas right. about on the That's Title right. IX changes. Absolutely. So where what we need to do, because we're dealing, everyone listening, we're dealing with the, a federal rulemaking process, not with Congress. So this is not the typical thing where we need to get you to call your congressman and, and you know, let them check the box of how many people called them or sent in an email. This is different. Under the Federal Practice Act, the Department of Education has to give a period of time where they receive comments from the public. It's a public comment period. That ends on September 12th. So between now and September 12th, we, have, we need to flood the Federal Register with our public comments concerning these proposed regulations and all the harms and negative impacts that they will cause to our parental rights, to our children, to our girls, to our, our, our First Amendment rights, or our children's First Amendment rights, and I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But the whole point is that you, go, you, you, you make these public comments, and if we do them in sufficiently large enough number, and they need to be thoughtful and unique. You can't just cut and paste someone else's comment and send it in because duplicate comments, they, they just they ignore it. But when they receive unique comments, they are required to, to um, log them, consider them, and, and respond to them. And okay. if they don't, then they could be our subject to have the rules um, invalidated as being arbitrary and capricious. So, so, so what we have ver- done to make it easy. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go what ahead. we have That's done fun. to make it easy for people, because most people, you know, they don't get onto the Federal Register every day. We have created a, a page on our website. Mm-hmm. And let me give you that website. It is okay. childparentrights.org forward slash title dash nine IX. And I'll say it again. Child, C-H-I-L-D, parent, P-A-R-E-N-T, rights, R-I-G-H-T-S, dot org forward slash T-I-T-L-E title dash IX, which is nine. Okay. If you go on that website, you're going to get there. We have a link directly to the Federal Register. If we don't okay, take we are, anyone's emails, it goes rec- directly there. We and are running short on, up. yeah, we're running short on time. Give us a quick synopsis of the harm that this gender identity does, especially to girls. We have about a minute. Okay. Okay. To girls, it'll, girls will not be able to, it'll harm girls' privacy because they'll have to share their private spaces with biological males who assert a female identity, and will harm their sports opportunities because they're going to be required to compete against biological males. It'll harm all children who are vulnerable to gender confusion because socially transitioning a child leads to chemical and medical and surgical uh, alterations of their body that very often end in sterility, infertility, and lifelong sexual dysfunction. This will harm all children. Yes. And you were going to talk about First Amendment rights. Did, were you going to? Do you, we have about uh, very 30 quickly, seconds. Because, because this, now you have this ideology as a federal mandate. So children's free speech rights to be able to speak truthfully about their classmates or about their teachers are going, mm-hmm. to, be, are going to be violated. Teachers' First Amendment rights, teachers' 
free religious exercise rights to be able to, to, to treat their child in accordance with their faith or ch- their children, their students, truthfully and in accordance with their faith. Mm-hmm. Their, their free speech and free exercise rights are going to be at risk. So for all these reasons, go, please go on our website. We have comment starters to help people create their yeah. comments. That gives okay. you prompts for how to create the, the comment, as well as the appropriate formatting. You could just download it, the Word document, cut and paste, edit as you like, and then you can just upload it to the Federal Register site when you click on that link. Okay. Childparentrights.org slash T-I-T-L-E dash I-X for Title IX. Okay. Thank you, Bernadette. God bless you. God bless your firm. We are out of time. Friends, Please take action. This is a sweeping change that will impact so many children and harm parental rights throughout the country. This is Linda Harvey, and I'm just reminding you that with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.